Hello and welcome to episode 88 of the Super Nerds UK podcast, your source for all things pop culture. I'm Ben. My name's Tim. And this week we are here with our live podcast spectacular recorded at MCM Comic Con in Manchester this past weekend, the 28th of July. Pretty good, wasn't it, Tim? Oh, I had a blast. It was great. Fantastic. It's always good getting to podcast live on stage. So we've got to say thank you to MCM and all the guys, Travis, Danny, yep. everyone, for looking after us, as always. Last year, we had a great weekend. We got to interview David Hayter. And this year, we got a fantastic weekend and got to interview Robin Atkin Downs. So that's coming up really shortly. If this is your first time with us here at the Super Nerds UK podcast, welcome 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 we really enjoy doing this we love talking all things pop culture and we love it when people come along so if this is your first time listening or you saw us at the con get in touch give us a shout yeah, yeah. find us on facebook uh shoot us an email we're on twitter we're on instagram all over the shop everywhere yeah. you can Just find us you can google super, us you can yeah. find us super nerds uk chances are you probably found this on twitter or facebook who knows <laughs> yeah who knows <laughs> yeah, if you found this you've got it yeah yeah and go. if you do listen to it and enjoy it please give us a like subscribe give us a five star on itunes just anything yeah. that'll help us out really that's enough business talk i think so yeah, yeah we don't want to we don't want to gum up your ears with all that you're here for this and we're talking to robin Atkin downs live on stage at manchester mcm me you're here to listen the incredible Robin Akin Downs. Robin, come on. Sandwiched in the middle. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. 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 Okay, okay. Okay, okay thank you. <laughs> I know now not everybody's from Wales, but um my, my dad's from Abergavenny, so I'd like to, you know, give a little tribute to the Welshman out there. Anybody from Wales? Okay, great. How you doing? And then, I, of course, I was born in um, Weybridge in Surrey, just southwest of London. So, um, anyway. Yeah. Leave it up to these guys <laughs> to ask. So, it's okay. <laughs> so, that's my first question. question. Go on. Where were, where were you from? <laughs> Wow, it's interesting way, but... that you asked that. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah. yeah, sorry, Weybridge. Um, uh, I was told from a young age that I was uh, born under a rock in the garden, so I sort of felt like. And then um, I had a mixture of uh, an upbringing. I went to, um, you know, the tough schools, and then uh, at one point I went to a very posh English school. Oh, really? Yeah, we had to talk like Pip. And then, then I was thrown into the other school where if you talk like Pip, you get your face kicked in. So I had to learn to adjust accents and dialects. Uh, my uncle Ted was from Blackpool, and he was always, you know, soaking about uh, the Lion and Albert. And so um, uh, I had a, a rich uh, sort of flavor of uh, different accents growing up, and I think that's why uh, where I started to become versatile with with dialects. So just messing around and, and fitting in with different people, you learn to become a chameleon of voices. Is that fair to say? What's that? You, you learn to become like a chameleon of voices. Yeah, I think I, yeah. A voice my, chameleon. My, my mother always said that I, I used to, uh, you know, imitate people when I was younger, like, you know, Corbett and whoever was on the telly at the time. It wasn't much, right, growing up here. You had uh, uh, BBC One, Two, and ITV, and most of the time there was a, 
crazy looking cra uh, clown on the telly, you know, in between shows or it was just snow. You know, sometimes you just look at the telly and just look at the snow for a long time. Anybody remember that? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, that's luxury, that was. Oh, <laughs> back in the day, you know. Listen, well, you had snow. He said snow, says he. We're up north, man. We li we, we're from Liverpool, so we our TV, we had to tune it between English oh, yeah. and Welsh. Oh, yeah. Welsh. Did anyone else get S4C we and hate TV? alien language. Now it's your turn. Go. How, it was worse for you. Go. Worse for me. It was. <laughs> Let's do the Yorkshireman, right? Here we go. Go. You had, I, a you had a telly. We didn't have telly. What did you have? I, I had a black and white TV. Oh. That was all. All I had was my hand. I had to look at my hand talking like this. What about you? Worse than that. He didn't even have a hand. Had no arm. Got lopped off just, at a young age, this one. Luxury. I used to get up two hours about. before I went to bed. <laughs> you guys know I'm doing the shake, you know, the Monty Python, Yorkshire. Okay, forget it. Uh, <laughs> so, how did you get into acting? Was it was it was it because of stuff like Monty Python and and TV of the time? You know, honestly, I think like a lot of um, actors have a little bit of uh, a, a tragedy in their lives, and they find a way to um, escape it. And I think when I was in um, high school, I had a lot of st uh, stuff going on at uh, home. One of my um, stepfather's a little sick, uh, and so I think I found a way to sort of just kind of hide from that, disappear, and focus on something else, and become characters. And uh, I fell in love with it, and, and luckily, um, when I was in college, I took a class, and uh, my teacher, Bobby Jordan, who um, unfortunately just passed recently, I was gonna call her up and say, hey, thanks, because um, she was, uh, I think everybody really needs a great teacher in their life, or somebody that inspires them, and uh, me and another um, bloke I met uh, at the college did a scene. And at the end of it, she said, I'd, I'd like to take you guys out for a drink. And, and when we went out with her, she said, look, I, I really think you guys are talented. And I think you can, um, you know, do this as a living. So, uh, you know, I just want to support you in that. And just having somebody say that. Uh, and then it was probably two weeks later, I auditioned for um, Alan in Equus at the San Diego Rep, uh, which is a big theater. And I was 17, and I was cast, and um, that sort of started off my professional career like in the theater. In the theater. So were you a theater actor for long? Yeah, so I did theater. Um, I you know, went up to Los Angeles when I was younger, and I thought I was, you know, was going to make it and be the, the, you know, Leo DiCaprio. And um, I just, it's tough, you know, when you're like 18, 19. And so I, I, I eventually um, joined a theater company for two years uh, and got a lot of experience on the stage. And out of that, I went to graduate school, um, Temple University in Philly, where I got my equity card. I worked on the, the oldest stage um, in Philadelphia in Cyrano de Bergerac um, and just, you know, and just and just and carried on with my professional career on in theater there. Yeah. And then made the move to TV and. Film. Then I, you know, was sort of a big fish in a little sea out there, and I was thinking, I, I just kind of like to make it. I mean, I was making a good living. I was living as an actor, but I wanted. Um, Do you want to push a better yourself? living? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it was either New York or uh, Los Angeles, and Los Angeles had television, cartoons, you know, all of these different mediums uh, that I wanted to be involved in. So I chose LA. You know, it could have been. Broadway or L.A., I went for the money. But you've got that look that you're tall, good-looking, long hair. L.A. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> you know, it's LA's a natural fit. Yeah, I think, well, you know, it was tough at first. I, I came out to LA, I had um, uh, an agent set up, uh, had a girlfriend at the time, I had a, a car set up, had a place to stay, and I had a job. And within the first two months, uh, the job went away, my car was stolen, uh, the agent decided it, it, they weren't interested um, when I had come out there for some reason. And um, what was the other thing? Girlfriend. Yeah, girlfriend broke up. <laughs> and <laughs> basically homeless. And um, it was tough, you know. Um, but I did a little work as a private investigator for my, uh, my stepbrother at the time to make ends meet. And eventually auditioned for a show uh, called Babylon 5. I don't know hey. if anybody... Tim Safan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How many people watch Babylon 5? Okay, great. Uh, yeah, I, I started off as um, my first character on television was uh, Moron, the, mim the Mimbari. Which Hit me. <laughs> I thought it was Moron. It was Moran. <laughs> I was like, great. Um, and uh, I, I can't tell you exactly what it is, but I'm going to be on camera in the fall, and uh, I have a similar kind of funky name, uh, and I can't tell you what show yet, you know, with all these NDAs. Oh, TV. Yeah, I know. Pretty much everything I've been working on for the last year, we can't talk about, you know? It's just, so that, that's an exclusive, guys. He's, he's doing something, but he can't say what it is, <laughs> or when it's going to be on. It's going to be in the fall. I'm going to be on television. I'll be doing on camera. Um, That's awesome. It's a really juicy um, role. Um, I've also got lots of other stuff coming up. Um. So in the scene in Babylon 5, where you asked the guy to hit you three times. <laughs> Did anybody see that, that scene? That looked painful. Well, the guy was actually from, um, I think it was from Swansea. And he was real, I had this scene where this, right, Robin, where this guy smile. hits me, right? And I'm a pacifist, Byron, so I say, and then he hits me again, and he hits me again. I say, was... Was one the same as two? Was two the same as three? Was three? But the first time that he hit me, he actually hit me in the face, and I was like, "It looked like he did." I thought yeah, no, so. He yeah, he did. He really hit me. Burst your lip. So I was like, "Just okay, calm down. It's acting. You know, the camera's <laughs> over here." He's like, "Right, okay." Yeah, maybe did ask him to hit you. Sorry. No, go I was gonna say maybe they're really into method acting in Swansea. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. yeah. So what it is, right? I'm really into <laughs> Stanislavski's method. I need to punch you in the face. I have to. Yeah, for, for my realism, I need to give you a smack. Really hard. So, just... So, yeah, quick, t you know, TV, worked on all the shows at the time, spelling. We had, you know, uh, and there was Buffy was going on then, so I was on Buffy and Angel. And, you know, all the guest starred on all the shows, like 90210 and CSI, Miami, and all these things. And... And then at some point, it was just, you know, I always wanted to get involved in, in uh, voiceover. And I thought, well, maybe I'll make a little bit of money in between the on-camera gigs until, you know, I get my series, my next series or something. And um, I actually, when I first signed up, uh, you know, it was like six months of reading thousands of pieces of copy. And I was thinking like, well, oh, maybe I'm not good at this. Maybe I'm just, uh, it's just not going to happen for me. And then all of a sudden... Um, I booked a small role um, on a game. Uh, what was my first game? You guys should know that, right? Oh, yeah, you put me on uh, the spot now. It was a now. ship captain on Bounty Hunter. Ah, yeah. The Star Wars. And I met um, Will Beckman and Darrow Farrell. And it just sort of started. And my career just like went crazy, literally within 
uh, a year. I was um, on every interactive title. I was, uh, you know, fortunate to be at the beginning of uh, performance capture for uh, franchises like Uncharted, um, you know, Tomb Raider, Resistance. And the next thing I know, I was like playing every leading role in every major game coming out. And, and as my career progressed, um, it sort of evolved out of people asking me, uh, can you do this? You know, can you sound like a chicken? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, we, we got a chicken role. <laughs> can you do dialects? Yes. Can you do, can you age characters up? Yeah. And then, and that started evolving into other niches like, uh, well, you can do all this stuff. Can you do creatures? I, I don't know, uh, you know. And well, this is this is where I wanted to go yeah. with that. Was uh, to, to be honest, I had a few questions lined up. And then you said private investigator, and I was like, I really wanted to explore that. <laughs> Robin Atkin Downs, PI. Would, yeah, that should be on TV in the fall. I'm telling you now. Anybody so, watch that? Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. Just phoning different people up under different voices to find out what's going yeah. on. So. <laughs> Obviously, you talk about your voiceover work, but motion capture is something that's so... Well, it was new at the time when you did it, wasn't yeah. it? It was quite a new thing. Oh, yeah. Motion capture was like... Well, you know, um, uh, working on a sci science fiction show, first off, was a dream come true because I grew up watching Star Trek, actually, in England, and I used to sneak to the top of the stairs to watch it, and if we were good, you know, if we were good, my mum would let us watch it, and if we were bad, we'd, we'd watch it anyway, sneak to the top of the stairs. <laughs> And so I started playing all these, you know, alien characters. So that was a dream come true. And then performance capture was like walking into, I don't know, another planet. You know, all of a sudden you're, you're wearing this tight suit with bubbles on. Everything's fluorescent and bright lights. And it was a mixture of um, everything that I'd learned up to that point. Uh, you know, it's, it's a mixture of theater, television acting, film and voiceover, and so it was just the perfect blend of all the mediums to sort of just explore, and it was a great, uh, you know, creative output. But you must have to use your imagination a lot, because you're just around a, a bare set. Yeah, it's like, there's absolutely nothing on the stage. It's just like working in a black area with, and then somebody says, oh yeah, that TV right there, that's, um, that's the step to the helicopter, and you're, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah, so if you look on the screen, you can see your character walking around, and there you are, as a, like a cartoon, you know, doing funny things. We used to spend hours, you know, um, on the Uncharted set, just, you know, taking a piss and <laughs> just doing funny things. I don't know if a lot, does everyone know that the cutscenes on Uncharted and other games, they're not animated traditionally, it is all motion capture. Like I, I was yeah, quite all, shocked that it's all like that. It's all performance capture. I mean, I think the best video games uh, do performance capture, and I think the process that they found on Uncharted has just the, the top rung. Yeah. Um, they really set the bar high, and it was just an extremely creative process and collaborative process where, you know, we just start like um, doing a television show or where we start with a table read, and it was very relaxed, just sort of finding the characters. Then we go on the stage and sort of block it out uh, the day before. Do you work with the other actors when you, when, as you say, blocking it out? Do you, because a, a lot of voice actors do things in a booth and they're on their own. Yeah, well, for, that's what's great about performance capture is that um, you're working with the actors. We're there for the rehearsal. You're hired for the rehearsals. Everybody's there. You know, sometimes for television and film, um, you're working. They have the camera on the other actor, like the star of the show or something, and then the next day you come back to do your side of the conversation and they've like gone out for lunch and you're like, what? This is, you know, acting is about 
listening and responding and having this organic process with somebody. It's a conversation, right? So I think you, you might have just blow, blown a few people's minds here. That whole scene of I'm talking to you, but you're not there and the two camera angles. Oh, did that just sort of... A lot of people don't realize that. And if you watch some films now, you will see that they're talking to no one. And it's, it's, once you realize that's happening in a film, it's so disconcerting. Yeah, it's interesting because... Uh, just dead performance. Yeah. Um, performance capture is great because you're really working with all the characters in the scene. And you don't have to worry about where the camera is because once you shoot it, they have cameras all the way around you. So once you've shot a scene, they can take that footage and they can do an aerial shot, they can do a close-up, they can do anything they want. So it's very freeing as an actor to just sort of feel like, you, you know, like you're here, we're just having a conversation. But when you do television, you have people coming up doing your, your, your hair and your makeup and your costume. You have a camera in your face and I'm like hooking to the side of the camera so we get the right eye line from him. And it's, it doesn't feel like a real life experience, you know, and that's sort of the joy of acting is sort of losing yourself in a character um, and just becoming another character, you know, in a different situation. So. I don't know whether I feel like I should stand up. Yes, it's <laughs> stand up. No, I'm getting very excited about this. Uh, what, what game would you say that you're most known for that people, people approach you about the most? I don't know. What do you think? What's the game that I'm most known for? Metal Gear. They played me like a damn fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Metal Gear, I, I don't know why Metal Gear has become so popular. I think people, um, well, it's you know, such an amazing game and it's been going on for so long. And the character is, is great. It's got a lot of depth to him. Um, and I think a lot of people remember me from Medic. From the yes, Team yes. Fortress. Time yeah. to practice medicine. <laughs> Medic! Anybody know Team Fortress 2? Yep. Okay. I'll be the same. <laughs> July 1st. Um, so that's, and uh, I would think people would know me from Uncharted, because it's been going on for, what, 10, 12 years? And you've, been, you've been in every Uncharted? I've been in every Uncharted. I was uh, Navarro in the first one. Anybody remember Navarro? The bad guy. Yeah. yeah, Navarro. Yeah. Talbot, Tenzin, uh, and then Alcazar in the last one. Anybody play? Yeah, we've got a couple down here. Um, All the fans are outside. So yeah, I mean, I, I still, I mean, I look at my IMDb and I'm just blown away how the years have gone by and how many you know, it amazing. Was, it was difficult to know where to start, really, because there's so many projects you've been involved with. Yeah. So what kind of projects have really stood out to you as your this has made me happy? Oh, I don't or? know. You know, because some of my favorite projects got cancelled. <laughs> it's like oh, really. You know, well, in television, I was always playing the bad guy, so I would always get killed off. They're just like, oh, they want to shoot me. Um, and and in uh, I've I've worked on a lot of great cartoons. Um, anybody uh, watch the Thundercats? Ancient spirits of evil transform this decayed form into Mamra, the ever living. Wow. I'm going to use that as my... I'm going to use that as my ringtone now. <laughs> that was amazing. So that, that actually was... I, I thought, oh, finally, I've booked an ever-living character. They can never <laughs> kill Mumra. <laughs> and then after two seasons, they cancel the show. Oh, so it was so like, good right, as well. Right. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. I know. It was really great. But what happened was, I think they aired it on um, Friday nights at yeah. 8 p.m. And... Uh, animation is all about, you know, selling toys and getting the kids to watch it. And eight o'clock on a Friday night is just not a good time slot. Well, normally you get a bit of backlash when you're rehashing something that's already been done. 
but with that series, it felt like it went in the right direction and yeah. it was doing, you know, an honor to the old yeah. 80s one. Yeah, no, I thought it was really cast well. And uh, I worked with Andrea Romano again, who's like the most amazing animation director in LA. Uh, she did everything and, you know, uh, at Warner Brothers and tons of other projects. And so, yeah, that was uh, great working with her. And I worked with her on Batman and but tons of other stuff. You, look at yep. this. Just segue straight into the next just question. Segue. This. So the we, we didn't even rehearse this. Um, <laughs> the, D, the DC animated films that you're involved in, because I noticed, obviously, I watch a lot of cartoons. I'm in my mid-30s, and I watch a lot of cartoons. I'm comfortable with that. Um, your name pops up in the credits of, like, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I just got sent, Gary Mirano sent me the, uh, the box set of their latest, I think they came out with 15 titles, and he said, um, you, I think you were in 11 of the 15. And I was like, wow, it's amazing. And he said, but you know who was in it more? And I was like, no. It's like um, Andrea Romano and Bruce Timm. Because <laughs> <laughs> you did, was it Batman Year One, you were Harvey Dent? Yeah, I played Harvey Dent in Year One. I, I've, I played Alfred here and there. Um, who else Lego, you were Manchester uh, Black. In Manchester Black was such a great role. Um, no offense to the, you know, some people came out and said, oh, it's not a Manchester accent, you know. And uh, what I explained is there's a lot of dialects that I do that I sort of bring them down or turn it down a little bit because you and I know, like, if we put a real Manchester dialect for Manchester Black, like, people, oh, sorry, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> some of them are really strong, you know, it's a very. Some, some areas are very strong. So what I try to do is just sort of take a, sort of an amalgam of uh, northern, mid to northern accents and just kind of make something for, can for you, him. Can you give us a little example, like a little monologue of something of your accent? Trying to remember, you know, soups. <laughs> I don't know what he said. Like, I'd have to look it up, but, you know. S Superman versus the elite. How long ago was that? About 10 years? Which? Superman versus the elite. I think it was like... Was it that long? It must so have been like six or seven, maybe. I feel like I've had the DVD for six. Does anybody seven. else have any like favorite characters you want to hear the voice well, of? We're, we're going to take some questions in a second, if that's okay. Is there any, if anyone's got any questions lined up, can they pop to the front on each side, and I'll come down with the mic. I'll come down that side, and I'll come down this side. Down that side. But before so, we get to, yes, so if you want to get to the ready. question, because everyone's so like keen to jump up, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about some of your motion picture work. Because doing my research, like a sensible journalist podcaster that I am. I saw, <laughs> <You said laughs> I saw that you were in Suicide Squad and Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yeah, well, one of the little niches that I found um, is uh, doing voices for TV and film. So I'm fortunate to have you know, voiced uh, so many great characters for Warner Brothers. I don't know if anybody saw The Conjuring, Conjuring 2. Anybody yeah, see it? brilliant film. My name is Bill, and I'm 72 years old. So I did all of the creatures for that. I did the, uh, what's his name? The stick man. Uh, the tall man, was it? Yeah, the tall man. <laughs> <laughs> Just short it is. Well, then, anyway, uh, Bill, the voice of Bill, the voice of, you know, you name it, all the demon characters and that. And then um, for Warner Brothers, right, um, yeah, so for Suicide Squad, yeah, I have a whole scene with Will Smith. Um, as uh, Angelo, you know, he's the guy on the phone, like he's the, the hit me, you know. And, You've all and seen Suicide Squad? Did you see Suicide So I got to have a scene with Will Smith. I've never met him. I just did a scene with him, a <laughs> uh, really great scene. And, uh, and they also voiced um, Incubus in that, um, which is kind of funny because my wife uh, played the succubus on South Park. I don't know if anybody saw the South Park succubus. 
No, but it, so, you know, she played so a lot of characters on South Park. So Everyone's Incubus sure. married the succubus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just another niche, and that um, that sort of led into the TV show The Strain, which I don't know any. Yes, but you see that everyone loves The Strain, right? Yeah. You guys! Oh, it's a tough crowd. I am a drinker of men. That's a creepy character, man. <laughs> That's a creepy character. That's me in the morning. I like, yeah. the, I like the look of the vampires in the strain. Your voice coming out of it just gives it that like otherworldly... Yeah, it was a great character, depth. and what a great gig. I mean, most of, those, uh, most of the uh, actors were performing in sub-zero temperatures up in Toronto, and I'd sort of, you know, roll out of bed and go to Burbank and, you know, bang off a couple episodes. It's a hard life. <laughs> it's yeah, a hard life. That was a great life. gig. But, they, you know, they, they uh, it's ebbs and flows. So, yeah. That Do was you have a, a preference gig. to either doing voice work or on-camera acting? No, you know, I'm so glad that I got involved in all these different mediums because it keeps me, you know, creatively satisfied. Um, and there's lots of different types of work. Um, I'm just—I'm very lucky. Very I feel lucky. very fortunate um, that I got into voiceover work. Can we can we talk about Batman versus Superman? Because obviously that was a film that had a big impact culture big budget, had a big budget, and it was it was it, it wasn't hugely received. So you, and you played um, the Doomsday creature. The what? The, the Doomsday creature at the end. Oh yeah, the Doomsday. Well, do, yeah, this, those roles like take a lot out of you vocally. I used to say. Uh, back when I started doing creature work, that it's not uh, a good session unless you taste blood. Oh. And uh, <laughs> that didn't happen in every, but yeah, there was... You remember back in the day when the first Call of Duties, I mean, they would stick yeah. headphones on your head with battle chatter and have you scream over that. Like all the video games, if you look at the old ones, they are just screaming and yelling. And now over time, they become more and more like, like movies. You know, yeah. you can have conversations where you just... But there's, you know, there's a lot of aggressive things going on. And in, in that, you were like literally a huge beast. Yeah, so happen. that, yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy because you're standing in uh, uh, all of these Warner Brothers um, productions are done on ADR3, which is, uh, they call it Tommy stage. He's the guy that, that works the control. Looks like, basically looks like Star Trek with this giant board. And then you walk into the room, it's like as big as this with a giant screen. And it's just you. You like step up to a mic, and the first time I did it, I think was for Aliens versus Predator, okay. and uh, they basically said, "Yeah, we brought you in. We heard you can you do creature work." And I was like, honestly, like in my head, I was thinking, I don't know how I'm going to get through this session. I don't know. I have no idea what I'm going to do. And then they just sort of will show a scene uh, of the alien coming in and doing his thing or battling with somebody, and they're like, "Okay, all right, let's do it." And it's just you. And for, I don't know. For some reason, I you just do it. Just I, it just comes it. out. <laughs> it's like crazy. Could you give me some pointers on how to make a monster noise? Oh, man. Come on, <laughs> let's have, let's have a little lesson in, in monster noise one hundred and one. Well, Wait, it, should, I, should I stand up? Yeah, okay. I'm gonna get loose. Well, there's lots of different things. If you if you want it, can you? Is somebody back there with a the mic? Uh, can you turn it up a little bit? Hello. Check, Hello. Check. Is nobody back there? Oh, this you're back mic? there. Is anyone? Is anyone there? So there's some things that you can do. So a lot of people like just try and scream when they're doing monster voices. Okay. But a lot of things like for the master and stuff is the air is going back. Yeah. <gasps> there you go. But instead of like wheezing, like you're going to pass out. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I used to smoke. It's, this is natural. 
So there's different places. So there's a place like here in your throat where yep. if you just sort of breathe. <laughs> that's pretty good. It's a little higher. You're more like a pterodactyl. You're like a... <laughs> that's a... There you go. This. Turn his mic up a little bit more. That's the thing. You get intimate on the mic. <laughs> okay, you're ready for Hollywood. Hey. You, to be honest, then. I th- okay, well, can we just bring up my daughter? Of really course. Quick, I promise you to come out on stage. Come on out, Natasha. <laughs> this is Robin's daughter, Natasha. Hey. Just say a quick hi. Stand on the chair. Okay, do you want to say hello? Hi. <laughs> Say hello. Uh, she's going to be six, uh, August 30th. Let's sing her happy birthday. Ready? One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Natasha. Happy birthday to you. Oh. Shell, do you want to say hi? Quick hi? Yeah, come on up. You're going to sing that wife. again in the style of a monster now? Hey. Michael Ann yeah. Young, a.k.a. Succubus. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a lucky man. Um, I'm, you know, just found a great career. I'm very happy. Um, and it's great to be back here in England, too. I miss, uh, I miss England a lot, especially, it's kind of weird, but I miss the food. You know, I miss the steak and kidney pies and the, Cornish pasties, like, oh, <laughs> horrible. Um, Do you know after after Brexit we're just going to be in tinned hedgehog? And <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be. Uh, you'll come back in two Fox years style. time. I'll be massively emaciated. Yeah. Do you want some pigeon? <laughs> That'll be delicious. Right, we've got about fifteen Those minutes questions. left, and I want some questions. I come down the stairs because if you don't stand up, I'm going to come to you. Stand or just raise your hand or come down if you like. Oh, what? Oh, um, yes, sir. Um, Right. Go, Tim. Thank you, everyone, for uh, coming here. Um, after I'm done here, I'm going to go back. I'll be uh, signing stuff at the table. I'm not going to lunch today. Uh, had a nice uh, breakfast. What did you have? Uh, for, you know, just kind of, I didn't have the full English uh, today. I just just, just chill, half a hedgehog. Know, a little croissant. Like, <laughs> oh, a little no black button. Just, you know, Continental? Relax. To get ready, you know, <laughs> for tonight. What are you doing tonight? I don't know. What are we doing tonight? Something. I had something... Some, I don't know. Go out and have a nice meal somewhere. I, I look forward to I'm it. I'm open to recommendations. <laughs> Where? Nando's. Nando's. <laughs> He's come all the way from America. Went for the cheeky Nando's. <laughs> don't, don't get it too spicy. It's a bit much. <laughs> uh, you go first, Ben. I'll go uh, first. Uh, Hi. What's your name? Amari. And what's your question? Oh, I'm well, man, do you want to do that again? Voice. What's your name? I have a really deep voice. Wow. I hate the sound of my voice. Again. you got a great <laughs> voice. Um... So you're from London. Uh, how was it from... I can't stand the sound of my voice, sorry. No, that's um, okay. So from London, how was it adapting to American accents when you play roles? How, how, how did I adapt my accent for American roles? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I've got to tell you, losing my British accent was very... I get to go back and use lots of English dialects now, but speaking like an American was very difficult. It took me until... After, after, sorry, I'm going to slip down. <laughs> after graduate school, because if you think about it, you know, English accent is so colorful. There's lots of, you know, different dialects and things up and down, whether it's, you know, Scotland or London. There's a lot of color to it and inflection. 
And uh, the American dialect is very, just sort of, I mean, um, I guess the worst uh, example of that would be if I were to talk like John Malkovich, his voice is very, it, it is, if I am getting angry, it is staying the same, and then I am quiet, it is the same. So, Here's an example of something very flat. And then, of course, in England, you know, we have examples of people like Simon Cowell. It's absolutely the most horrible performance I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, if two squirrels were making love and one exploded all over my face, I would absolutely prefer that. Anyway. <clears throat> so. Thanks. Okay. Over here. Next question Hi, um, sorry, I just wanted to ask you if you could give me like a positive message in Talbot's voice, and sorry, I sound really horrible on the mic. <laughs> a, a positive message for what? From Talbot to me. <laughs> Don't trust Drake. Listen, what's your name? I forgot you. Nikki. Name. What? Nikki. Nikki. <laughs> Come and join the order. We could use someone like you. Please. <laughs> okay, that's it. <laughs> Thank you. Was that a Scottish accent I detected? What? Nikki. Nikki. Are you Scottish? Scottish? Yeah, oh, you're from Glasgow. Oh, great. Oh, look, should I? <laughs> no, I uh, spent some time up in Glasgow myself. <laughs> but uh, got in trouble with women up there. <laughs> uh, he actually sounds a little bit like um, uh, Brynjolf from Skyrim, right? Hey, Brynjolf. Yes, the thief leader. I stole a little bit from Sean Connery on <laughs> You know, they say great actors steal, so a little bit of stealing there. I can't see who the next one is. Where are they? Oh, yeah. oh there we are. Oh, found her. Uh, what's your name and what's your question? Um, hi, my name is Fiona. Hi, uh, Fiona. Um, my question is, with voice acting being quite a small world, do you ever find that you have, like, a rivalry with someone? Do you find that you keep going for the same parts as someone else? Interesting question. A rivalry with somebody in a small world? Uh, you know, they say in Hollywood that uh, at the Academy Awards that there's that saying like, God, I hope it's me, and God, I hope if it's not me, it's not him. So, <laughs> you know, I would say in the voiceover community is a uh, pretty tight-knit group of people that work all the time, and um, y you don't see a lot of the egos that you see uh, in some of the on-camera stuff. So I'd say for the most part, you know, it's... It's a really great industry to be involved in. So, no, not too much. <laughs> Spoilers for next year's MCM. We're going to have, like, cage fighting between voice actors. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I think you could take Nolan North. You could you, make a reach. Big guy. Yeah. Well, I've got the condor reach, you know, for, yeah. uh, for the T-Pose. <laughs> he ain't coming near you. Yeah. I'll be your manager. I'll be good. Tim, have you ever had to do... I've got everyone's shy on this side. Have you ever had to do... A voiceover where you're two different characters having a conversation yes, with I've, yourself. Yes, I've done games where I'm five different characters. Uh, I'm trying to remember which ones. You guys should know that, right? <laughs> um, We've done the least research possible. You have the biggest IMDb resume I've ever seen. <laughs> we, so we get interviews and they go, well, you're talking to this guy, and I'm like, he's got four credits, and I'm going <laughs> to stretch it out for an hour. You've got Robin Atkin Downs. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I've been very lucky to, to be involved in a lot of things. Some great stuff. Yeah. Really good. We have time for another bad impersonation. Who loves Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. yeah. What's, what's your favorite movie? Total Recall. Total Recall. Okay, here's my Arnold Schwarzenegger from Total Recall. I, I, I. <laughs> <laughs> Predator. What other movie? Predator. 
Which? Hi, 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 hi. movie, right? <laughs> stick around. He like sticks a knife and stick around. <laughs> Yanks arms. Like, See you at the party. Do you know what the best Arnold Schwarzenegger film was? The one where he got pregnant, Junior. Oh, yeah. Oh, Danny sorry. DeVito got me pregnant. I, I, I am pregnant. <laughs> Push Arnold. Okay. What's Back your name? To the question. What's your question? Uh, my name's Dan, and uh, like he said, you've got so many like voice credits. What's like your top three like, oh, favorite ones you've done? So hard. Ugh. At three. I can't. I mean, it's just too many. Um, I, I enjoyed playing Mumra for the cartoons, I guess. Um, uh, motion capture, I don't know, maybe too little bit. Um, it's a really tough question. Um, and this, you know, the strain was great because it was just a long gig. <laughs> but yeah, great character there too. Thank you. Do we have any more questions from the floor? Anyone down here? Anyone else? Got one here? Oh, well, hello. What's your name? Um, my name's Rhiannon. And what's Hi, your question? Rhiannon. I am a huge fan of Skyrim, Brynjolf being I one of my favorite know. characters. Did you marry me in the game? <laughs> because you, can. you know you, you can, can marry Brynjolf. Watch that. <laughs> you can't on the console. <laughs> you can't? On, you can't? No, not on the console. Oh, well, you have to get the <laughs> other one where you can marry me. You should. Um, <laughs> would it be possible, please, if I could just ask you to do a video for my brother, please? Yeah, he sure. absolutely adores Skyrim and sadly couldn't be. Yeah, here. sure. Would that be okay? What do I do? <laughs> What's his name? Reese. Reese. This is Brynjolf. Now, uh, I need you to uh, take your sister's money. <laughs> do it for me. <laughs> do it for the guild. Cheers. <laughs> Have you got one here? I think yeah, yeah, got no. As many as you want, yes. Hi, I'm Andy. I'm um, just wondering oh. if there any game character that you wish you had done the voice for, you think, oh, I could have done that better. Oh, man. I don't really, nah, I don't think so. I think it's just been very lucky to be cast in so many. I don't, I don't look at something and say, I, there's one, you know, yeah, I don't know. I've come close to um, playing Batman a bunch of times, so... Uh, that'd be interesting, but I know I played other great characters in the Una in in that universe. So. You, did, you played the Riddler in the Telltale games, Batman, was it? Yeah, I played Riddler. I Even played. Um, I played the other. Uh, what's the other Man Batman? And oh yeah. Uh, and and then I was uh, uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke. I mean, I just I just had so many great roles, so I, I'm no complaints. And uh, but thank you. It's a good question. Do you know who I think you'd be tremendous as Constantine? I know. Well, I am, I'm, I am actually in the series. Um, I don't know if it's come out here. It was on Amazon? No, the car, they, they're doing a oh, cartoon uh, miniseries right. in the States. And, uh, yeah, I'm working in that. I, I'm not sure all the episodes have come out, but I've got a great role in that. So look for that. Um, and then in this fall, like I said, I will be on television at some point, on camera, in a really fun, juicy role. Uh, I've got a bunch of movies coming out next year. And uh, I also just got word before I left, of course, I can't say what it is, but I'm in um, a big series that's based on something else, um, which I'm just starting to work on now. So that'll probably be out next year as well. I love these vague answers. I know. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> right, has anyone got one any more there, questions? Ben? ben? Where am I going? Oh. Hand up there. Anyone else here? Wait, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's got a question right here. The little girl. Do you have Hello. a question? Have you got a question? Yeah. Um, um. 
<laughs> what a great question. Do you just want I to say hello? I can answer you as a telepath. Do you want to just say hello? You get nervous? Hello. She's I love your outfit. It's great. She's actually mine. I brought that one. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> it's true. It's true, yeah. Hello. Question. Hey, yeah. Name's Nick. Um, when you played Tenzin in Uncharted, did you have to uh, learn the language you spoke? You know what? It's actually a funny story. Uh, it wasn't meant to be like uh, making fun of anything, but because I don't speak any Asian, uh, when I f when we first tried it the first day, um, has, has anybody seen Tenzin or played Un Uncharted too? Anyway, so when we first played it, I had to find a way to communicate uh, with Drake sort of non-verbally, but I knew he was going to speak in it. So we started out where it's like, you're going to give me the rope. You're handing the rope over to me, and I would say, Ushu, long, long, that soy. Or just kind of make up like crazy <laughs> dialect just to say it, and they're like, okay, stop. Yeah, no, we can't do that. That's not going to work. <laughs> so we came up with like, a different technique of communicating. But I think that was what was so uh, great about working on that role because it was a way of communicating as an actor but without the words. And I think that, that sort of uh, came across if you play the game, the sort of interactions between uh, Drake and Tenzin. So it was fun. We have time for one more. You one down here. Yeah. My name, my name is no, Luke. You just pull a mic. <laughs> yeah. There's <laughs> your pocket. Yeah. Carry a mic uh, around. You said that initially you went to voice acting as like a gap to fill in time between actually doing movies. Yeah. When it actually became like a big thing for you, was it quite strange initially being a, like a stopgap initially? Yeah, it just sort of took off and then I found that I was having a hard time, like if I had an on-camera on audition, I was having a hard time scheduling it and a lot of the people that I work with, you know, they're working all the time and some of them would say, oh, well, I just, you know, I'm just done with that. I'm doing this, and what a great gig it is. And it is a great gig because um, it, you know, we do it in four-hour increments, or if it's performance capture, you work for eight hours. But um, when you're working on, like, when I worked on Criminal Minds a few years ago, it was a night shoot. You know, you show up, you, you wait for a couple hours. Uh, you, we basically shot all night. Um, and I've worked on other productions where, you know, makeup's like three hours, and then you're sitting in your trailer, and... So it's, it's great time-wise, especially if you have a family. Um, so I've been very fortunate to be able to um, see my daughter uh, grow up and you know, be at home as a family guy instead of on location somewhere for months and months that you hear a lot of other actors. Because most of the work's very close to us um, in Los Angeles. Deep down, you just want to get in a costume and have a little one of them? That's right, deep down. I just want to wear a dress. You know, just sort of sashay. I, I, th I no, think. Just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I was. I wasn't going to agree with that at all. Like, no, no. It's yeah, free. Not getting that. Do you know what? Thank you so much, Robin. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much too. Also, I wanted. I brought one only. I was only given one Uncharted full sign poster, so I've got that at my table. So I'm go sign now. Hope to see some of you, hear some of your stories, um, and thank you so much for uh, coming to my talk. And it's great to be back in England and hope to see some of you in the future. Thank Ladies you. and gentlemen, Robin so Atkin-Downs. Thank you so much.
Thank you for listening to the show and thank you to MCM for letting us interview Robin Akin Downs. He was amazing. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, we've got loads more content for you to listen to on our channel. Just go to orbitaljigsaw.com. You can find loads of stuff there. Or you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. All those good places. So check them out. Thanks again for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.